Uh, as you heard from today's reading in Matthew 1, the birth of Jesus Christ uh, was, was a bit of a unique story of Christmas. I mean, we've all heard the, the extended versions, but, but Matthew's version is, is unique in that it focuses on Joseph, uh, interestingly, rather than, rather than Mary or uh, any of the other scenes that happened that night. It's really Joseph. And, uh, and, you know, I was thinking we were getting ready and prepared for the kids today, and you can see there's a change of stage here and all. And they were very concerned with seeing the children. You know, they were like, hey, we got to move all this stuff. And I didn't really want to move all that stuff. And they're like, we got to move all this stuff because you can't see the kids. And, of course, everybody knows you got to be able to see the kids, right? It's all about the kids. If you're ever around kids, then it's all about the kids. Like, you know, we do this great dinner and, you know, you've prepared steak. And however you celebrate Christmas Eve. And then you got to feed the kids first. And I just sigh every time because, because they don't understand that beef, you know, and how awesome that is, and what went through cooking that steak, and they just gobble it up, and they're on to something different, and I feel like the adults should eat first. I feel like we should kind of go back in time a little bit, maybe to Downton Abbey time, and, you know, where kids ate separately, from, but that doesn't fly anymore, does it, you know? It's just not where we live, is it? But it's a good reminder that it really is about seeing the children. Uh, there's something about that, isn't it? I mean, even, you know, we're kind of, Star Wars is, Star Wars is buzzing around, and there's Baby Yoda on Netflix or Disney Plus or somewhere. I can't remember where it is. But Baby Yoda's out there. And, you know, everybody's trying to pr- protect him. Why? Because he's, he's powerful. And that, he's like, why, why do we care about a little baby? You know? And it's like, well, actually, actually, there's something to the truth of that. Uh, it's not just there, but actually in all religions, there's always a baby looming around. That, that's trying to be protected or prophesied about. I mean, for instance, in Hinduism, Krishna is this baby that's prophesied about and has all these powers when he's a child. And, and that's not really what we find in the Christmas story, or powers like Yoda, Jedi powers, or, or powers like Krishna, which is really weird and odd. I don't, I don't even think, I think it's appropriate for me to go into his powers. But here's the power of the gospel, is that a baby comes to save the world. It's the most unique thing in the world. It's actually a subversive message. In other words, it's one that subverts all of our structures and systems that typically lead to oppression. And isn't our, we're already ratcheting up, the, I hear the political jargon, you know, tyranny and, you know, from the Democrats, from the Republicans, and, you know, over there in Britain and elsewhere. It's all, here's the thing. God cuts through all of that subversively with a baby. Just think, like, all of a sudden what we proclaim on Christmas, what we have been proclaiming in Advent, is that, yes, one day he's going to open up this eastern sky and end it all and make all things right, but already he has come as a baby. As a baby. And so I think what's going on a lot of times, why why stories that have, like, a protected baby in them, even I've watched apocalyptic movies, you know, where where the the real hope is a baby that's born that will one day, you know, and he's been prophesied and so on and so forth. And and it's like, why do we have all these stories kind of sprinkled through our storytelling? Well, it's because the truth of all reality is there was a baby who was prophesied about who came and was born in a stable, in a manger. And he's the savior of the world. And that's what Matthew brings out. It's what Isaiah 7 brings out. There's King Ahaz and Assyria's breathing down his neck. And, and God says to him, look, 
I'm going to do something great. I want you to ask for a sign. And Ahaz says, oh, I don't really want to ask for a sign. He says, no, 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 ask for a sign. Deep as Sheol or as high as the heavens, you ask whatever you want, I'll give you a sign. And Ahaz says, no, 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 I don't want to tempt God. And God says, fine. You want to labor me like, I mean, you, you just read it out of your own mouth. Mortals labor me, you know. And he's like, instead, I'll give you a sign. I'll give you a sign. A virgin will conceive. And one will come and his name will be called what? Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. God with us. So in other words, where are all these other stories getting their line from? Why does it pull at our hearts when we're like, oh, yes, save baby Yoda? You know, that kind of thing. It's like, why does why do we feel like this, you know? And the reason we feel like this is because something real has impacted our world that has changed the world forever. And so any story that's going to ever make sense to us as humans is almost programmed into us. This subversiveness, this rebellion, if you will. And you know what? It incites us. I think it should excite us, shouldn't it? He has come, and he's come to save the world, and he's come to save us from our sins. So my friends, brothers and sisters, right here up against the precipice of Christmas, guess what? Not only are we celebrating this child coming, but the scripture says this, out of the mouth of babies and infants... Against the avenger and the enemy, babies will praise him and save the world. Guess what? We're going to hear from some babies here in a second. We're going to hear from some children. That term babies there in Hebrew is children, whatever, you know. It's these children that are going to speak to us. So today, as I end my sermon here, which is very brief, uh, I'm going to really give it over to the children. So let us hear their message of Christmas um, and their message of Christ and their message of hope and of kindness today. As we listen to the Holy Spirit, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.